0: This show is for every woman who has accepted pain and discomfort as inherent to being a woman, or who has denied any part of themselves to make it or feel accepted. Women of reproductive age have been left out of a lot of research because our bodies and our hormones are considered too complicated. What is worse is this idea trickles down to education, leaving most women with very little information about how their bodies work. Not only are we not taught how our bodies work, but once you start asking questions, it is surprisingly difficult to find answers. I believe that every woman deserves to know how her body works, to recognize when symptoms arise, and to feel confident in her inner voice. Because the pain, the mood swings, and the hormones are not your problem. They're your body's messengers. I am here to confront and change narratives around being a woman, being hormonal, and yes, PMSing. I'm your host, Brianna Villegas, and welcome to My Hormone Rants. Hey friend, today is going to be a quicker episode. I just want to address a really common misconception that there is with cycle syncing, that it's just for someone with a regular cycle. And this idea that you have to either live with a regular cycle or you have to fix an irregular cycle before you could benefit or implement cycle syncing. And I want to start off by saying that no matter what physical symptoms you're experiencing, whether it's irregularity, pain, extreme moods, PCOS, endometriosis, or some other autoimmune disease, you will benefit from giving your body specific support that you as a biological female need. And that's not to say that cycle sinking is a cure-all for everything, but our bodies, are so intertwined. Our reproductive health influences other systems and other processes happening in our body just as much as other processes affect how our menstrual cycle functions. So, hormone imbalances can absolutely exasperate other health problems that you may be facing. And there's aspects of cycle syncing that really should just be like baseline education, right? Like when your doctor tells you that you need to work on lifestyle, eat healthy, exercise, but then actually gave you specific recommendations for you because if you've ever tried to look up like how to eat healthy, how to exercise, what these supposed lifestyle recommendations are, one, there's a ridiculous amount of information out there and two, the majority of that information is based off male bodies and then extrapolated to women but even when women are included in those studies, they're either on birth control, menopausal or selected within their follicular phase of their cycle when their hormone patterns look most like male patterns. So it's those recommendations are not taking into account the amount of change that occurs over the cycle. And there's research showing that there's structural changes that happen in the brain across the cycle and that this changes up to 25% in terms of which pathways are strongest and where the the connections are strongest and so these changes and fluctuations need to be acknowledged the other important thing is that your cycle is a vital sign so with pain temperature blood pressure all that stuff your hormonal health and your cyclical health your period health are all signs of how well things are functioning overall in your body And so tracking your cycle and understanding your specific patterns gives you a window into your health and it also gives you so much data that you can then take into a doctor's office to advocate for yourself if you're seeking out a diagnosis or seeking out testing where you can say that even if a test comes back within the range of normal because hormone tests are really designed to identify very extreme ranges like to say that it's a hormone imbalance or something's low or high because again what are their solutions their solutions are then to go into hormone therapy most often and so how out of balance your levels need to be in order to warrant taking progesterone or estrogen supplements is more extreme so you can fall within normal on a test but still have all of the signs of something and the real question is, when do you want to address it? Do you want to address it by the time it's so out of balance that a test can pick it up? Or do you want to address these symptoms as they show up and understand how to manage them as you go? So instead of saying, like, I need to get my cycle fixed before I can implement this, it's saying, like, the fact that my cycle is irregular is a sign that I need to take action and start to support my body in the way that it really needs. And so often one thing that I recommend for people who have more regular cycles but are dealing with PMS and different things like that is that they can really start cycle syncing in the way that feels most accessible to them. So if that's food and movement, great. If that's in their work or in their relationship or just kind of more in a lifestyle aspect, if that feels most accessible to start to tap in and tune into what cyclical living feels like and looks like for them, that's great. If, however, your cycle is irregular or MIA, the recommendation is really to start with nutrition and movement because your body needs that physical support in order to heal. And so, if your period is MIA, meaning outside of being on hormonal birth control, you're getting a period maybe a handful of times a year, you don't know when it's going to happen, and it's very sporadic. If that's the case, Then my recommendation is to set yourself on a 28 to 30 day cycle. You can just sort of do a week for your period, a week and a half for follicular, half a week for ovulatory, and then two weeks for luteal. And so you can kind of block out your calendar to be as if your cycle was exactly 28 days, as if you're ovulating on day 14, and start getting in the practice of living cyclically and partnering with your body to get what it needs. And as you do that, you'll inherently be like rotating the nutrition that you need, rotating the movement that you need, and doing these things to support your body and create a safe environment for it to heal and to start to regulate. If you're someone who has an irregular cycle, meaning that the length of your cycle varies from month to month, or you're consistently experiencing like shorter or longer than average cycles... In this case, I recommend thinking of your cycle as two halves rather than four distinct phases as you initially get started. So if you've just had a period recently, I would think of that initial maybe two to three weeks as follicular and ovulatory and then kind of determine like what's a likely halfway point and shift to luteal and menstrual in terms of the type of foods you're eating, the type of movement that you're engaging in and as you do that paying attention for any shifts in mood that you might experience that are indicators of your body trying to transition to a different phase because a lot of times what will happen in these especially longer than average cycles is your body will try to ovulate and so you may notice kind of these shifts in energy even if you don't actually ovulate because and so then eventually estrogen will drop off low enough for you to have a withdrawal bleed, but you're not getting that influx of progesterone that occurs after ovulation to then balance out estrogen appropriately. And so in this scenario, by creating these two halves, you could start to lean in to your current pattern, but in a more cyclical way to support it. And if you're erring on the side of like Do I do more weeks of follicular ovulatory or luteal menstrual? I would always err on the side of allotting more time for that luteal menstrual phase because women have a tendency to chronically stressed and chronically under eating. And then if you add in consistent, intense exercise along with it, you're not creating an environment for your body for it to heal and to feel safe and to repair. And the beauty of the human body is that there are functions of our body that are influenced by both bottom-up signals as well as top-down signals. So when our cycle is working optimally like that is going to push us into a more cyclical way of living right because we will feel those natural shifts and our tendency and our focus is going to shift so we'll just tend to lean towards certain tasks more than to others depending on the phase that we're in or be drawn to certain types of movement versus others or our cravings will kind of us that insight that like, oh, we need more calories, we need more food during this window than we did last week. So there is that intuitive process that happens when your body's cycling optimally. But at the same time, if that's not happening, you also have the power to have that top-down influence, where by putting yourself into a more cyclical pattern, it's creating that cyclical environment for your body to reconnect with. So I hope this is helpful. I know that this is definitely a topic that gets more in the weeds of you know personal experience because we all are so different, but often we have similar root causes and they may just show up in slightly different ways. So those are all things that, that you can start working on. And the beauty of cycle syncing and these recommendations is they are lifestyle things. So you can try this out along with any other kind of protocol that you might be on with your doctor, you can just see how you feel with it and testing this out for yourself. If you've been hearing about cycle syncing but aren't really sure exactly what it is or how to get started, I'm so excited to be able to invite you guys to join the waitlist for my cycle syncing 101 mini course that's gonna be opening up at the end of May. This course is full of mindset shifts on how to think about your cycle, how to change the relationship you have with your cycle, as well as tons of practical tips on how to get you from thinking about cycle syncing to living it. Check out the show notes for the link to join the waitlist so that you don't miss any of the details or any of the exciting bonuses to come. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more great episodes like this one, subscribe on iTunes, follow on Spotify, or wherever you listen, and be sure to share with someone who could also benefit from this information. And if you want to learn more about how I can help you stop normalizing your symptoms and start optimizing your experience, head to BriannaViegas.com or find me on Instagram at Coaching.